Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore, and today we're going back into my mini-series, which is how I saved £40,000 and how you can get started and grow your own savings. And this is going to be my top and favourite tips. And today's episode is part four, and it's called divide, automate and conquer. Mm, Intriguing. So this is going to be a chat on the practical sides of saving more money. Now, as you all know, I am all about combining both the emotional and the practical, right? If you are like, if you you dive in on the emotional and the mental side of things and you work on your self-image and you visualize and you create goals that feel exciting, but then you aren't actually, or you don't feel like you actually have the practical stuff to bolster it up, that's not that's not optimization queens that's just you know well i don't know what it is but it's important to have the practical side to it as well so let us get into it now i'm going to call you out here and i'm so sorry but if you don't know what is going on with your money how do you think you are going to be able to save loads of it the times where i have struggled to save money just in general is when i'm being slack with my planning i cannot lie to you now the key thing here is that not everybody is a planner not everybody likes structure and practicals and logistics some people are more like fly by the seat of my pants a bit more spontaneous a bit more carefree a little bit more you know relaxed with it all but that is okay it doesn't have to be you know, super restrictive and structured and all of that. Now, to add to this, I do hate the word budgeting because boring, but I like spending planning because you're planning how you spend your money. So the question is, where exactly is your money going on a month or week to week basis? What is it doing? Is it going out partying, doing its own thing. You don't know where it is, comes back at 3am and you're like, oh, where have you been? Or are you fully up to date with what's going on? You're okay with what's happening. It's going out, it's having a good time. It's doing its job, but it's still coming home at a reasonable time. Do you know what I'm saying? Are you you, you picking up what I'm putting down? (laughs) Do you have a sight of and understanding of where your money is going? Now, I do think one of the reasons why people hate planning and tracking their money is because means you've got to be honest with yourself about exactly where your money is going. And it's fucking hard to be honest with yourself sometimes. And not just in the context of money, right? Places we find it hard to be difficult, uh, to be difficult, start again. Places that we find it's hard to be honest with ourselves. When it comes to our health, how many times are you like, oh my God, like I'm exercising and I don't feel like I just, I feel like I'm still gaining weight. And then actually, if you was really honest with yourself, you'd realise that you aren't actually even eating healthy and you're just, you know, constantly snacking and eating meals that don't make you feel good. Again, not about restriction, but just about consciousness and being aware of what you're putting in your body. Or when you're like, 
dating someone and you're like, yeah, like I can totally keep it casual. Like they don't, they don't want anything serious. And like, yeah, like I totally don't want anything serious either. And then you're like a couple of months in and you're like, oh God, I'm feeling really anxious at the moment. I'm feeling really shitty. I'm feeling really low and down. And you're like, maybe there's a connection because the person that you're dating or sleeping with is actually making you feel like a sack of shit because you actually really want to be in a relationship. But because you're craving human intimacy and attention or validation, you're actually just letting people walk all over you. Oh, that was a burn. Sorry. Sorry from me. But I've been there. I've done it. We're all guilty of it. And the more honest you can be with yourself, your own needs, your own boundaries, and the more you respect yourself, the better you're going to feel and the more conscious you can behave and therefore the better and more um, enjoyable of a reality you're going to have. So like I say, I'm guilty of this too. Now, it's when it comes to your money, it's so easy to be like, oh, well, like it's another month. It's just gone by. Oh, well, like I'll just do it next month. But when I was 25, when I was 19 and then 25 and I was saving that money, I knew exactly where my money was going. At 19, I knew to the penny, not kidding you. And at 25, I knew to the pound. So not not, not so as restrictive and controlling as 19-year-old Laura, but I still knew exactly what was going on. And that is going to be key for holding on to more money. And this isn't just about saving. It's also going to be just about growing your money in general, because when you get to the point where you want to invest your money, you need to know that you are investing money that you can afford to invest and that you're not investing money that is actually needed for other things. And to do that, you have to have an oversight of the money. And it's not just to add to this. It's not about maths. It's not about being number one mathematician. It's not about numbers. It's actually just about consciousness and knowing where that money is going. Because we are so lucky nowadays that we've got apps and, well, apps and banks that do a lot of the hard numbers work for you. So use that shit to your advantage. So let's get into the three steps. First up, divide your money. So sitting down and deciding exactly where you want it to go. Now, I talk about money dates all the time sitting down, putting about an hour aside of your time every month, at least to choose where you want your money to go. And remember, you get to pick where it goes. That's the cool thing. And it can be so frustrating. I know this when you wish that your paycheck was higher and your bills were lower. But unfortunately, we are living in a cosy lives. That means cost of living crisis for anybody who's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So unfortunately, there is only so much we can control. We cannot control inflation. We cannot control the cost of fucking kitchen roll and eggs at the supermarket. But we can control what we do with our money to a certain extent, right? With that, you can choose how much you spend on bills. There's like, I would say it's like 50-50% control, right? You don't get to go to Sky and say, hey, can I only pay a tenner for my internet or call your landlord and go, oh, can I just pay a hundred pounds for this? But you also get to choose where you live and you also get to choose where you shop. So you have some control. And you also get to choose how much goes into savings and you get to choose how much to spend. Like it's all down to you. Now, obviously I take into consideration different privileges, different people, different situations, but we do have to be honest with ourselves about how much control we actually do have and making sure that you have a separate bills account to a savings account to your spending account. This is 
gold dust this shit. Like when I tell you I set up, when I set up a separate spending account, oh my God, it was game changing. Now, one of the key things is I speak to a lot of people who say that their savings are sat in their current account, like their main account, the main account where their bills go out or where they spend money. And that gets confusing. Like what is that money for? It's all just in there and you're relying on what your brain to figure out what goes where. That, that shit be tiring. We need brain space for, you know, like making funny jokes and making our friends laugh and like doing our job and creating a timetable so that we can work out and like have a good time. You know, we don't want to be thinking, oh, what money do I, what, what, what's this money for? Is that some of this money is for Ibiza and some of this money is for my rent and some of this money is for going out next week. Split your money up, divide that shit and divide your accounts. And that is key. So you want to have at least... I would say three accounts, one for your current account, which is where your wages go in and your bills come out. The second one is a spending account, which is where your general monthly spending goes. And then one is a savings account where you are growing your savings. Ideally, you'll have a fourth one, which is your investing account when you're at that point. And this is going to be one of the biggest things when it comes to saving more, because it's so good to be making those decisions about where you want your money to go. So once you've divided, we then want to think about automating. We want to make it easy for ourselves. We want the lazy girl option. So setting up automation so that you don't have to make a choice around how much you are saving is key. Make it automatic. So when payday comes, you do not even need to think about it. You just look in your spending account, bam, your monthly spending money is in there. You look in your savings account, bam, it's already moved money over into your savings account. You look in your current account, bam, there is money there for the bills. Now, when I was 19 to 22 and I was saving that 15 grand, I didn't do automations. I did it manually because even though I knew what paycheck I was getting every single month, I really enjoyed the task of doing it manually. And because I saw myself as a saver and I was really like on that journey and I wasn't fighting against, oh, maybe I'll try and spend more. You know, maybe I just want to spend a bit more this month or maybe I won't save. I was never, I was never battling with those, I guess, um, restraints or issues. It was always, um, if anything, I was feeling more guilty about spending my money on fucking things that I needed. But that's a that's another story for another day. So I didn't need to make it automatic. But this is so, so helpful because it really does just like we're busy. We all live busy lives. And if you can automate stuff, I love that shit. Now, if you're like Laura, I'm a freelancer or a self-employed person, and I do not have a regular paycheck. I feel you. I see you. And I get it because I have been self-employed. And the key thing here is you've got to try and get ahead of the curve and figure out an average that you make every month. And then you need to make sure that you have enough in your current account for your main bills as a priority. Now, if you're getting paid random bits throughout the month, this is even more important for you to have separate accounts that you don't accidentally spend your bills money. So, If your money gets paid into your main account, your main current account, you want to try and slowly build up a buffer so that you're not living month to month. So if this means not saving into a separate savings account just for a couple of months and you build up what is in your main account for a month or two, just that you've always got a buffer, then go for it if that feels good for you. And then you can set up automations and go from there just so that you've always kind of got a buffer in between. So you absolutely can still set yourself automations if you are self-employed or freelance and um, maybe I'll do another episode on how to budget as a self-employed person. 
if you want that, please do uh, slide into my DMs and just say, Oi, Laura, you said in your podcast that you might be uh, creating an episode on budgeting for as a self-employed person. So can you do this? Chog my memory. Let me know who wants that. Anyway, automations. So that's the second part. And then the final step is conquer. This step is literally about embodying the person who manages their money well. You are dedicated. You have divided. You have automated. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Do not fall at the last hurdle and just ignore that work by dipping back into your savings money and taking money out or mindlessly spending because you haven't stepped into conquering and being that person that, you know, is the saver, that is keeping their money in their savings account, who is going to hit their goals. Because if you don't conquer, if you don't do this last step, it fucks up the plan. (laughs) Conquering is about choosing yourself first, choosing your goals first, and choosing that version of you that you know that you want and you know that you can be. You got this. So that is the three-step practical process, divide, automate, and conquer. And If you can implement this, honestly, I think you will be laughing because there are other ways. So another way that this kind of happens when it comes to saving is uh, roundups. So, you know, when you get an app where it rounds up your purchases, like Monzo does this, for example. So every time I spend money on my Monzo, if it's like £5.50, 47 it will round it up to six pounds and it will put that 53p in a separate pot the good thing about this is that money adds up quickly and even if it's only like 50p here and there and at the end of the month you've only got like 13 pounds for example that is you saving that is you going oh i am a saver and it's automated so that is how you can see it takes the emotional part out you're basically just doing that on a bigger scale so that you can reach your big exciting happy goals and that is what I want for you that is what I want for you so as you can see the practical stuff is super 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 important and I honestly do believe that is why one of the biggest reasons and helps as to how I got to 40,000 pounds because I always knew what was going on with my money and I was always always stepping into that version of myself that had that money and it makes such a difference So I just want you to know that you got this. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, like I hate budgeting or I just don't want to sit down and look at the numbers or, you know, I feel like I can't do it or I just don't have time. I want you to take a step back and really ask yourself about what is more important. The goal that you have that you are trying to save for or being too scared to fit in that sit in that awkward and uncomfortable feeling of not knowing something or having to do something you don't really want to do or yeah being scared of something you want to be focused on it when it comes to your goals right there no one is going to come and save you you gotta do it for yourself and I think when you think about that and you acknowledge that it makes such a difference so yeah so that is today's episode I believe in you you got this. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you have the most amazing week. Any thoughts, questions, anything from the back of this, feel free to slide into my Instagram DMs, drop me an email or reach out to me on LinkedIn. And yeah, hope you have a lovely week. Bye.